This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Cannabisradio.com proudly presents Grassroots Marketing. Each episode curates thought-provoking dialogue with an exclusive class of thought leaders who will offer high-end roundtable business strategies and solutions that seek to prune and harvest great ideas in each 30-minute episode. Thought leaders in the cannabis industry convene here to share some of their best practices and protocols. Let's chart the growth of this burgeoning industry, one of the world's premier cash crops, right now on Grassroots Marketing. Thanks for joining us. I'm Karen Canton with Karcher Insurance, and welcome to Grassroots Marketing. Today on our show, we have a repeat guest, Russ Ursosimo from the Pennsylvania Medical Cannabis Society. We're going to get an update, Russ, on what's been going on in Pennsylvania. So tell me a little bit about what's been going on. Yeah, sure. Well, thanks for having me back. I appreciate the opportunity to come back and and talk for half an hour. (laughs) But uh, just as an update, it's been it's been really crazy here in PA. As you know, we've been pushing for two years to get this medical cannabis bill over the finish line, and I think we're really close to seeing that happen. It has been forever, forever. I feel like it has. So, what's going yeah. on there in the Capitol? Are you meeting with a little bit of resistance there? I would say that's a good way to put it. It's typical politician stuff. We think there's some special interest groups that have their tentacles into some of our leaders and are doing everything they can to stall the bill. You know, right now, they're fighting over a budget, and the House Democrats and House Republicans cannot agree on the budget, and we can't vote on a medical cannabis bill until the budget is taken care of. It was supposed to be taken care of in November, and uh, that's pushing off now till December and then possibly after Christmas. But we think we're going to see a medical cannabis bill come through, hopefully in January. And I think at the worst, at the latest, May of 2016. But either way, it's coming. It's going to be exciting. I know there's a lot of people out there wishing that it's going to come down in January, which is next month, and hoping for not May. But but the earlier, the better. You guys have been fighting this forever. So I know when you and Tom Perko initially founded the Society, what exactly was your goal? 
What was your mission? You know, it's our vision to see a diverse and sustainable medical cannabis industry in PA. It's known for exemplary standards, extraordinary products, and compassionate practices. And we figured it through education and leadership that we could help foster uh, an industry in PA. And someone needed to step up to not only educate, but to help influence uh, the change in mindset. You know, there was a really good amount of remnant reefer madness mentality floating around in the mind of our residents and politicians. So, you know, that's what we set out to do, and I, I think we're well on our way to achieving that goal. It sounds like you are. Does any other association exist in Pennsylvania? Initially, there were only ad- advocacy groups that were fighting for reform. One of the groups that we teamed up with early was the Campaign for Compassion, and this group's awesome if you if you don't know who they are. They're a group of parents, mostly mothers, that have children that could benefit from medical cannabis. These kids are suffering from things like Gervais syndrome and epilepsy and, and other disease and disorders that medical cannabis could remedy. And to be honest, without them, our leaders would never have taken the lead on a medical cannabis program. And if you know anything about Senator Mike Fulmer, well, him and Dalen Leach were the sponsors of the bill, but if you know anything about Mike Fulmer, you know that he's very conservative, Republican, and he'll be the first to tell you that without the mothers poking at him, he would never have even known that cannabis was an option for these children. I wanted to go back, Russ, because I have a question. I am not familiar with what Dravet syndrome is. I, I understand epilepsy. What is Dravet syndrome, and is this a qualifying condition? Yes, it is one of the 13 qualifying conditions in the Pennsylvania bill. And and what it is is it's a rare and catastrophic form of intractable epilepsy, and it, it starts in infancy. And a lot of these these children don't make it long. You know, sometimes they don't make it to their teens. So it's something that we want to get remedied as quick as we can. So are they living longer with medical cannabis? What we're seeing in other states is that this is a viable option. It's also helping these children come off of the other pharmaceutical drugs that they're on that they're, quite frankly, addicted to and that they're having a hard time weaning off of. Cannabis seems to help that. So, Russ, now you're teaming up with mothers. What's your goal? Well, when we teamed up the mothers, the goal was to make this okay to talk about as an upcoming industry that could benefit patients. You know, the East Coast is really, really conservative. And then, you know, when you take Pennsylvania into account, we're extremely conservative. You know, a year ago, talking about medical cannabis in public was taboo. And a year later, now it's commonplace. And I don't think that people just came around in regards to cannabis adoption. I think that, that they were exposed to something that educated, that, that, that swayed their decision. It's really easy to influence a view on something when you have a chance to present the facts. And the mothers really made that possible. So circling back to my question, are there other associations in Pennsylvania? A few other advocacy groups took shape in 2015, and, and what's, what's really great is we all teamed up together, and it created a great environment for medical cannabis reform. And in fact, I even get chills thinking about it because without all these groups teaming up, we would never have been able to cover the entire state of PA, and we absolutely would not be where we are today. So PAMCS is, has taken the lead on the industry side of things. We're different in that we're offering a wide range of membership classifications that start with individual supporters, which would be you know patients, job seekers, and, and advocates looking to get involved. We would have a bucket for industry professionals, uh, and those are the people that are looking to get into the industry on the business side, entrepreneurs, medical professionals, 
who are looking to, you know, learn more, take TME credits and find out what works for what uh, diseases and disorders. Vendor partners like yourself who can bring value through products and services. And then, of course, volunteers. Well, we wouldn't be where we're at without volunteers as well. So each classification group would have different benefits for the members. And I know I'm a vendor partner member. That's what the association calls me. What sort of perks do I get with that? Can you well, fill me in? First perk, yeah, first perk you're going to get is to be on a podcast with Sven, get to talk about all your services. But on top of that, I think most importantly, you're going to have access to our industry members as well as our lobbyists. You know, I am I'm extremely excited because you have me doing a seminar on insurance for you guys in the spring. What other sort of vendor partner is the society looking to attract? Well, right now, a lot of entities in PA are looking to formalize their participation in terms of the licensing process. So, you know, they're looking to fill accounting gaps, find a consultant, legal and capital or investment resources. So that's what we're targeting right now. Currently, we've onboarded advertising and marketing, as well as insurance like yourself, packaging and supply, data and analytics, and then, of course, political representation. So anyone looking to establish a mutually beneficial partnership with some of the best potential clients in PA need to consider becoming a vendor partner member of ours. Sounds like you do the whole gamut there. So somebody's looking for accounting, you can point them in the right direction. How did you go through the process to screen these partners? Was it a long, arduous process, or how did you come up with your... Well, a year ago, and and this is where I found you, actually, I, I literally picked up the phone and started calling everyone and anyone in the industry that would pick it up. And we found people that were better than the next and so on and so forth. And and a year later, we've uh, tightened up a really, really good group of of vendor partners. And and that's moving forward the standard that we're going to keep. So you just make sure that they definitely have a great reputation and their service is excellent. And they kind of go through a gamut of questions that you guys ask in order to make sure that they fit with the association. Correct? Yes. Absolutely. I mean, because what you what you look at is you see a lot of people that got duped too late in the game. They didn't vet their consultant like they should have because they might have been pressured because of the application process and how timely it needs to be. So we hope to to mitigate a lot of those problems for our members and, and have them have easy access to the right industry partners so that things are smooth. Have to be smooth in this industry. It's a 24/7 industry. So, what other services does the society think is necessary to support an emerging market? Well, you know, I think we realized that what medical cannabis needed most in Pennsylvania was a trusted central repository of info, a place to get education, learn about best practices. You know, essentially a place to learn. You know, one of the things we identified early was that. The application process is crazy. You have teams that that are trying to come up with capital. They're trying to interview potential growers and team members. They're maybe con- committing to a consultant that's going to cost them upwards of $150,000. They have to find a location. I mean, there's so much going on. As you're, you know, well aware of, all the moving parts are almost scary. So, you know, what we've done is take the time to work with some of the most well-respected professionals in the industry over the past year and, and, and develop 
kind of an onboarding program that helps bring teams up to speed about the application process, take them through a short engagement period and determine if they have what it takes to chase the license or if they should just call it quits and go home before they go ahead and enter into a contract to pay a consultant firm $150,000, let's say. So it's a nice program that we're putting together to really help mitigate any of the issues that our members might see as part of the application process. Russ, that sounds like a great program. We need to take a break, but when we come back, we'll be joined by Russ or Sosimo, and we'll get into the programs and the benefits. Grassroots Marketing will return after we generate traffic to our generous sponsors. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. Gondrepreneur.com, your guide to the cannabis business world. Gondrepreneur.com is a comprehensive resource for cannabis professionals and entrepreneurs. Download the Gondrepreneur app on your smartphone or tablet to catch up on cannabis industry news, scroll through our daily job listings, and learn about successful cannabis companies, executives, and investors. Gondrepreneur.com, helping Gondrepreneurs grow. Doc Rob, the concierge for better living. Cannabis is just one of the many great plants that we have on this planet called Earth that we can use consciously and intelligently to improve our well-being. Take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. Learning to live and live well is a lifelong process. This is a journey. It could be you could be 80 years old or 8 years old. You can still learn something that's going to make tomorrow a little bit healthier, a little bit easier, a little bit happier, a little bit better. The Concierge for Better Living with Doc Rob. Only on CannabisRadio.com. We're back with more motivating marijuana monetization insights on grassroots marketing. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to the show. I am joined with Russ Hersosimo of the Pennsylvania Medical Cannabis Society. Russ, you were talking about your Pennsylvania program and how your timing is perfect for Pennsylvania. Yes. You know, right now, we're in a position where no other association or society has been in the country, and that's we're here before there's an actual navigable landscape to do business. And one of the things that we identified early was that we don't want our members or residents of PA getting duped into signing an agreement to engage with a consultant for $20,000 a month that they just met, only to find out that they don't have a chance to win a license. So our onboarding program, one of the things that we're doing is offering initial gap analysis that's going to help these teams identify where they need help right off the bat whether it be capital, whether it, need, whether it be staff or identifying an executive team. You know, in the event that they're short in one area, PANCS is stepping up and helping fill the void by tying them up with other members that, that may be able to help complement them. You know, due to the process, timely information is extremely crucial, and we can help these teams get educated and up and running quickly and effectively in a very short period of time. 
education is extremely important in this industry because it's ever changing. So in terms of education, what sort of solutions does your association provide for medical professionals? That's also a good question. So we have just partnered with the Medical Cannabis Institute who has developed specialized continuing medical education courses for topics ranging from, you know, the fundamentals of medical cannabis all the way up through palliative care and, and psychiatry and mental health. You know, we also noticed that there's a legal environment that has an appetite for education, and we're looking at CLE-accredited course development right now. And, and, and on previous occasions, PAMCS has collaborated with the WEC Institute of Forensic Science in Pittsburgh and I don't know if you know Dr. Cyril Wett, but he's a huge supporter of medical cannabis, and he was actually the gentleman that did the autopsy on JFK, and it was one, he's one of the most famous forensic pathologists in the United States. That is huge. He actually did the autopsy on JFK? Yeah. In fact, he makes it very clear that he has examined around 20,000 bodies, and not a single person had died from cannabis. It's pretty wild. So he's been a great supporter of medical cannabis reform in PA. That's a huge testimony, especially mm-hmm. from someone who's examined over 20,000 bodies. Now, educating individual medical and legal professionals seems like a, it's a huge, important part of the process. But how does the society envision creating a positive business environment for the industry and related participants? Well, you know, initially when we had talked to other states, they said that everyone was everyone pre-application process held on to their information very tightly, and it was a negative environment. We understand that networking and communication of actual goal alignment are just as important as education in order to provide the best chance of a successful program. So what we do is we essentially work tirelessly to coordinate monthly events for the general public as well as our members that provide specific opportunities for members to talk and information to change hands. You know, great things are happening at these events. For instance, I'll give you a quick story. We had an event at the Harvard Princeton Yale Club. It was just a networking event, and it was like a happy hour event. And there was a team that had driven out from Philadelphia, and we had introduced them to a team of growers in Pittsburgh. This team in Philly has the resources, they have the environment to do business, they have the money, they have everything they need, except they don't have necessarily have the staff, and they haven't been able to, to find people that are willing to step up and, you know, work for them. They got introduced to a gentleman from Pittsburgh, and within a couple hours, they had decided that they were going to fly him to California or Colorado to be formally trained, and then have him move to Philadelphia to work for their operation. And just so you know, this team from Philly operates one of the largest legal vegetable operations in the country and they're looking to get in and they just, they didn't have a way to find talent. So these events are are creating an opportunity to have people meet up and actually get business done. Russ, I wanted to ask you a few questions about your association. Do you think you might be expanding? Are you going to go into other states? I know that you have an association of doctors Tell me what the plans are to expand the association. So right now, the goal is to prove concept in Pennsylvania. And we're doing that through amazing media. Sven Hosford has been able to create 
capture and coordinate the most amazing media collateral. We're doing monthly podcasts with local and national industry pros as well as other vendors and medical professionals. Get your makeup ready, Karen, because you're going to be coming up on one of this. <laughs> Starting January 2nd, our <laughs> members are going to be able to get daily updates from the Capitol with Tom Santana, who's our new Director of Government Relations. Internally, we've been getting him for a few months now, and his breakdowns are extremely informative, and he really brings some serious value to the members. So we're pretty excited to have him on board. Besides doing the networking events, we're creating additional opportunities to learn and get involved. For instance, we're going to be doing what we call these micro-webinars like we talked about earlier every few weeks or so. And then we'll be rolling out this Workforce Talent Board, and of course, we're active on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. But as far as going to other states, I think once we prove concept in PA, the goal would be to then start to help states that need the pre-bill help. And I think we would do that over on the East Coast. But but essentially, medicalcannabissociety.org is something that we own, and, and uh, the goal is to roll this out nationwide in the upcoming years. Huge. That's so exciting because then other people can come on board and say, well, you know, if you need to continue education classes or you need to do a class for a specific, like, security you guys are available, so other states will be looking to you. Right. And I think that's extremely exciting. Now, is there anything you're doing with doctors? Are you forming an organization with the doctors themselves? Well, yeah, of course. I mean, doctors are part of our membership packages. You know, working directly with them to help educate them. On, I mean, if you look at what doctors are used to, they're used to having a pharmaceutical rep come in and explain what they're prescribing to patients. You know, we're doing something similar with cannabis because they're thirsting for knowledge, and right now there's not many places to get it. So you're going to be holding seminars for them as well. For the people who don't understand cannabis, you have actually doctors that have been researching and developing new strains. Is that correct? Absolutely. I mean, all over the country this is happening, and doctors in Pennsylvania need to know what's out there. And once there's a landscape to do so in PA, they need to start pioneering this research as well in our state. And then that way they can actually help with the qualifying conditions to get those Mm -hmm. passed, such as Tourette's syndrome. That's not a condition that's recognized. So we need to take a break, but when we come back, we'll be joined with Resser Sosimo. Stay with us. Grassroots Marketing will return after we generate traffic to our generous sponsors. Dr. Dabber, hurry. Its temperature is shooting past 1,000 degrees Fahrenheit. It's burning up. I'm afraid for this little guy, it's just too late. What caused the problem? Only Dr. Dabber can maintain the perfect temperature for a smooth-tasting, slower burn. This standard vaporizer lost all of its health benefits, sending it up in smoke. So you're telling me that most vapor pens burn so hot they produce smoke, not vapor? Correct. Keep away from those standard vaporizer pens and turn to Dr. Dabber. Doctor's order. Less heat, more flavor. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. 
Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Growing green to generate more green. Hello to all you happy herbalizers, smiling, trippy hippies, and everyone who believes in freedom and tolerance. This is The Grow Show, and I'm Kyle Cushman. From food to fuel, from remedy to resource. Welcome my guest, Ed Rosenthal, the guru of ganja. Let me ask you, right now I hear your lighter clicking. Are you smoking indoor, or are you smoking sun-grown? What am I smoking? I'm smoking concentrate. (laughs) (laughs) Way to get out of the answer there. So you're truly like the the, the king, right? You just have, you just clap your hands and somebody brings you a bowl and you're all set, right? Mm, I wish that were the case. (laughs) (laughs) The Grow Show with Kyle Cushman, only on CannabisRadio.com. We're back with more motivating marijuana monetization insights on grassroots marketing. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back. I'm Karen Canton, and we've been talking to Russ Sersosimo of the Pennsylvania Medical Cannabis Society about how his organization is on the cutting edge of podcasts and memberships. And I just wanted to ask you, Russ, do you have any advice for patients or future entrepreneurs that are living in the state where medical cannabis isn't available. Can you tell me how that would yes. work? Yes, I would say that's something I'm pretty good at. I think, first of all, people need to realize that they can make a change. There's a lot of things going on psychologically where people think, well, someone else has to do it. But the reality is, is you can get up, march down to your local politician and knock on their door and say, hey, this is what I want. And they'll probably be receptive as long as it's your local politician. And then you need to go to your capital and you need to bring a family that could that can really uh, benefit from this plant, and you need to sit down in front of them and you need to educate them. You know, I, I could tell you some stories, and, and, and just, you know, one of the things off the top of my head, when Pennsylvania had begun down this road, back when it was Senate Bill 1182 over a year ago, there was no marketing material, there was no awareness, there was just a politician and a group of moms that were trying to go out and wing it, and... You know, when we sat down and asked the politicians, how could we help you? We have resources. They said, well, first thing we have is this trifold that we're using to help educate people. And, and, and we took the trifold and we put a lot of time into it. And we, we put out a document that really itemized how people can help, how they can get up and, and contact their politicians, who to contact. We had stories from all the parents and, and how this could, could help their family. And it really was an eye-opener, and it really grabs the hearts of anyone that read it. So, you know, my advice is get up and do something, because the reality is you can make a change. And when you do, when you start to get a response, you realize these politicians want help. They need to know what's right. Um, Otherwise, they're just listening to a different constituent. So when you get in their face and you let them know, hey, this is beneficial, and there are other states where this is working, you need to do this for your residents. You'll find someone that will step up and pioneer the effort because everyone wants to do good. So that's my advice to anyone. And if there's anyone out there that's listening that that wants to do this in their state, I ask that you please pick up the phone, go to our website, and contact info at org, and you can ask for me directly. And I'll pick up the phone and call you and, and help you work through it because the goal is to make this available for everyone regardless of where they live. And that is huge because you're available. You also have... Sin that's available in case someone wants to start their own 
association too because you not only help individuals, you're helping right now with a new association that's coming up, Tourette's Awareness. Mm -hmm. So you're helping with that, get the spread the word about Tourette's. Helping them get so, their, their their media plan off the ground and make it so they could go start up raising awareness for Tourette's because, again, this is something that people just are not aware of, that, you know, people with Tourette's all day suffer this, this embarrassing problem. And here, Medical Cannabis, we're teaming up with anyone and everyone in the industry that wants to fight. So when they call you, Russ, do you just refer them to a particular individual or do you actually, how does that work? Can you tell me? Yeah, I mean, it, it all depends on what type of member they're going to be. You know, sometimes I get calls and, and, and sometimes just people to talk about, you know, the problems they're seeing and, and if medical cannabis would benefit. We tend to push them toward the doctor so they can get those questions answered. We have people that are looking for capital. We'll push them towards capital groups. And then, of course, other associations that, that just want to see how we did it and need advice, again, just call and, and point in the right direction and get your phone with the right person. But over here at PMCS, we have about 15 or 20 people that have stepped up to help some full-time and some volunteers. But uh, there's always someone that can help. So that being said, how does one become a member, and can they contact you if they have questions? Is Tom Perko available, or you just call over? How does that happen? The easiest way is just to go to PAMCS.org, and up at the right-hand corner, we have a drop-down. It says join us, and, and you'll be able to join as a individual medical professional, industry vendor partner, volunteer. Right there at the click of a button. It's actually pretty simple. And we also have free memberships. If you just want to stay updated as to what's going on in PA, you can join our mailing list, and, and you'll be part of the newsletter and get to see uh, clips of the podcast that Sven puts on and whatnot. It's a piece of cake. Just go to the website. (laughs) So you're going to have podcasts, and those are going to be broadcast on YouTube. Is that correct? Yeah, YouTube will be the medium. We're actually using Google Hangouts is the medium we're using to record and end up getting posted on YouTube. So Google Hangout. I guess everybody needs to go and get a Google account so (laughs) they can listen to the podcast now. Are you going to be offering any kind of newsletters? Are you going to be having a magazine? You're going to have print. Oh, yeah. Thanks for reminding me. That's actually one of the things that we're doing. We have a print magazine in the works, and we think that once we have the actual landscape to do business, we'll start printing that. And uh, we actually have the printer and publisher all lined up and ready to go. Perfect. Now, give that website again, and then if you want to give your contact information in the 800 number, again, Russ, that would be beautiful for our listeners yeah, sure. that are interested. Yes, our website is pamcs.org, and I can be emailed at info at pamcs.org. That will get through to me. And then if you want to just give us a call, we're always here, 412-810-0050. And again, that's info at pamcs.org if you want to just shoot us an email. Otherwise, we're super active on Twitter and Facebook, so hit us up there. Incredible. Russ, thank you so much for being on the show. It was really informative, and I really appreciate you coming back to explain everything that's been going on with Pennsylvania, and we hope that you get approved in January and not May. I know that you guys are working towards it, so I wanted to just say thank you again, and 
I'm Karen Canton with Carter Insurance. Thank you so much for joining us for this edition of Grassroots Marketing. You can actually download episodes of our program by going to CannabisRadio.com or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, and very soon on iHeartRadio. Also, you can follow the show on Facebook and Google. Thank you so much and have a great day. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.